You're look in this business. You're either a four or an eleven, John. You know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, that that hurts, Dan. Well, I mean, you're an eleven. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you should feel okay about this if you want to. All right, fine. I'll just, I'll just We're mostly that. all elevens here. <laughs> what are we going to talk about today, guys? There's a couple, a couple things I think feel like hitting on. What yeah. I don't want to go deep on him, but. I, I wanted. What's your What's your prediction with Elon and Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that Twitter will get multiple billions, multiple single digit billions, in a breakup, but that it's not going to happen. That that Elon is not going to. You don't think the deal will go through? No, and uh, he is such a bad guy, just such a bad dude. Yeah, I I he seems increasingly. I don't know what the right word. I mean, unhinged. Unhinged. Yeah, yes. I, I, that's where I was yes. going. I mean, right. Uh, but I can't tell if he's just like like bananas or if this is some <laughs> weird like tro- like he thinks he's super clever trolling them. But like he's gonna lose money. Like maybe he doesn't care. Maybe- bananas or troll would be a great name for a podcast, by the way. <laughs> maybe maybe he's just yeah. he has so much money that he doesn't give a shit. Is that basically what it comes down to? Is like oh, I could lose a billion dollars. I think that's like, perfectly possible. It's also that he's gotten away with so much shit to date that he thinks yeah. he can get away with anything yeah. at this point. There are billionaires who you know are smart, even if you don't like them that much. Like Bill Gates, clearly a smart guy. Even Bezos, to a degree, a pretty smart, sophisticated business guy. Whatever. But like, I don't yeah. get the sense that Elon is the, brilliant. Well, the more that I hear from him, it certainly doesn't sound like he he's does brilliant. sound dumber. Yeah, the he more sounds he's... dumb, and like he doesn't know how dumb he is. Every time he opens his mouth, he sounds stupider. There's a certain. <laughs> there's no way to say this and not sound a little bit obnoxious. There's a certain class of person who like kind of knows they're not necessarily dumbness, but knows how smart they are or aren't. Right? Like yeah. I know some things, but I'm not. But he, as a man who thinks he is a genius, yeah. and it's it's rare to see somebody who is that successful who thinks they're a genius and is wrong. Yeah. Right. But I'm pretty sure <laughs> right. he's wrong. Right? There's like there's a Venn diagram there, but it's unlikely that all three of those intersect very often. Because how would you make yeah. that much money? Like right. apparently, just by being a dick, I guess. I mean. <laughs> That but seems like, to be working out fairly yeah. well for him. It seems like he made some savvy bets, but it increasingly looks like he's just a stop clock that was right twice, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, I don't know. You, give, be, you could even call it three times. If only I could have been right those two times. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and, be, and have been given however many millions by my <laughs> by parents. Sure. Yeah. In order, I mean, to, in order to be in that position to make those choices. Right, which is fair, but at the same time, like, you know, even you can be given a lot of money. But if you're stupid, you're going to lose that money, right? Like, oh yeah, well, yeah and and turning happens. and turning even millions into billions is not yeah. nothing, right? It, it's a lot, but I yeah, I don't entirely understand because he does seem like just a giant idiot, and I don't I don't get it. I don't get it, and I I mean, moreover, I don't quite get why he hasn't been smacked down more than he. The, the limited amount that he really has. it's really hard to punish a billionaire. Like, yeah. I, was, I think it sounds like Walton maybe read the same article. Nobody wants... But n- nobody in power wants to do it because it's... He, he violates SEC laws, right? Yeah. Or SEC regulations. And then the SEC finds him. But he's made way more money from flouting... Is that the word? Their laws? Yeah. Then yeah. from the... Fi- then he pays right. in the fine. Like, well, it's, 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 like, it's, like, it's like Apple and, right. you know, paying, paying the, 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 the Netherlands. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's like like 150 million. I mean, we can pay that like every day for the rest of forever and it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, like, we're not going to fix this. It's not worth it to us. But at least 
Oh, God, I don't want to say anything too complimentary about that, but like they have a strategy, right? Whether it's good or bad, <laughs> they have a oh, strategy. I honestly think that Elon does too. I, I, and I, this is not North a joke. Th- I think the strategy is I don't give a fuck. Like, I think that's the strategy. He just doesn't care. I just don't get it. I mean, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I, there's, so, I mean, but what happens at the But anyway, stage? that's my bet. Well, He's okay. Gonna, can I ask two questions? And maybe we don't please? know the details about this. I'm an expert on this. I know I've you been are. studying it for many minutes of reading <laughs> tweets, so I'm prepared. But I, Well, we've, 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 we've got all been on Twitter for like 15 years, so. Yeah, we are experts, unless we're bots. <laughs> <laughs> we have 45 yeah. years of Twitter experience between the three of us. <laughs> so, my understanding was he tied a shit ton of this deal to Tesla in terms of the stock, like he basically right. leveraged Tesla to make some of the fund this deal. Yeah, Tesla stock is the collateral for the loans that he got so in order to, to push through this deal. If he does back out in a way that will essentially get him punished because it's not essentially one of the legitimate outs that he has. He has to pay the banks that put the money up. Right, and and that money, that's going to hurt Tesla, right? Like it's going to hurt their stock price. Is it seems to be the general already, consensus. Hasn't this already hurt Tesla? Right? It doesn't I mean, seem like the really share good. price has been going down. I mean, the middle of the stock market's doing poorly anyway. But yeah, so I, oh, is that's helping. <laughs> <laughs> but I was trying to figure out, like, I mean, is is there a point at which this his his like I'm I'm crazy like a fox strategy backfires to the point that his you know he puts his other business in jeopardy? Like, yeah, I mean. I don't think it puts it in jeopardy because yeah, I think I all think these things have so much bad, money but, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, but like, what yeah, if but, somebody else just decides, like, you know what works great? Making hostile takeover attempts. Let's just buy yeah. Tesla. <laughs> oh, please. That would I mean, be lovely. You know, that would be kind of great, but like, I don't know. You know, it, <laughs> what if Bezos swept in and bought what? Tesla? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the, only, the only way to stop it. Dick billionaire is with another dick billionaire. Well, uh, you know, I had that moment of like, I know Apple does not want to buy Tesla, but like, do you think there's yeah. a moment where Tim Cook is just like reading the paper and is just like, if it just shut just him the like, fuck up, I will pay yeah, for right, this right, company. Right. You just, I just want this to end. <laughs> does, does he do it Bezos style where it's just on the side? Like, it's not that Apple buys Tesla. Yeah, it's just Tim, Tim is buys just Tesla. like, buys Tesla. <sighs> yeah. this is Tim. Does Tim have that much? I don't think Tim's in that class yet. No. I mean, I think he's a, he's a, he's an incredibly wealthy man. Yes, that's for sure. But he's not Bezos wealthy. He doesn't have that. Uh, at least he doesn't seem to have that personal wealth. He has an estimated wealth of one point five billion. So oh, yeah, so he doesn't he's have only that. the two thousand eighty third richest person in the world. Yeah, so my heart cries. According to Barron's, <laughs> he's the two thousand eighty third richest person in the world. But I'm going to where am slide. I on that list? Nine <laughs> hundred. Uh, <laughs> wow, John, you've been holding out on us. Not true. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Well, all right. So that was one question. I'm trying to remember if I can remember my second question. <laughs> I would have had that bathroom remodel done. <laughs> my question was, what do you think will actually happen? And right. I think that he won't buy it. And I think that Twitter will actually get him to pay like ah, well, so, some, 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 <laughs> S-O-M-E, S-U-M, some, some, some that is greater than $1 billion. Like maybe it's $1.7 billion so or $2.3 billion. The, the second part of that question is then what... Why? How do you think this impacts Twitter if the deal doesn't go through? Fire like, sale. Some shit has happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like yeah, some really. shit has gone down. I mean, he like the CEO fired a couple really high ranking yes. people and, you know, the stock price is all over the place. And it, it seems yeah. like they are incredibly vulnerable if this doesn't go through. I don't use this term loosely. I don't use this term at all, really. And I, I we mostly use this parody. But the CEO is basically being cucked, I think is what the eight uh, <laughs> <laughs> chainers would call it. I don't know. <laughs> podcast is over yeah i agree but i don't know it's i imagine it is a maybe fire sale is not the right term because it'll still be for billions of dollars but i imagine it will go to one of the giant internet companies a non non overly surprising internet company that's my prediction mm. aol 
Yeah, really. <laughs> Not like Microsoft <laughs> or Google. Yeah, I just I do any I guess somebody wants to be in this business. There are some really cool internet companies <laughs> whose founding Google will take it over. They'll promise a whole bunch of things and then like yeah, cancel right. it. <laughs> but I'm just, there, there's some big internet companies whose whose founders, maybe ex CEOs, chairmen, uh, don't post a bunch of aggravating political things. And there's uh, giant internet companies whose founders do do that. That's all. I was thinking about that. <laughs> okay. All right. Well. All right. It, it, no matter what, it's going to be interesting, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. yeah. Don't Jeez, what turn a, that dial. What a fucking soap opera. <sighs> yeah. I can't. And it must to, truly yeah. suck to work at Twitter. It probably already yeah. did, but it's got to be yeah, especially really. awful now. Yeah. yeah I, man, I don't know. There are people I see who are. I see people who work there tweet and are seem excited about what they're doing. But yeah, I, I feel like. Every day you got to be waking up thinking like, I don't know, is this the day that it all it all comes crashing right. to the ground? Maybe it is. It is. <laughs> Dan, so... Don't you and I wake up like that all the time? <laughs> Just you guys. Yeah. Well, you're gainfully employed. <laughs> <laughs> Unemployed. The I don't know. I have started to really get Trump vibes in the worst way. I mean, there's only bad ways of like, what did this asshole tweet now? And oh. I yeah. so enjoyed not having that feeling, and then Elon brought it back. Well, like he's—I mean, I don't care nearly as much. I mean, he's no, it's different. His, his, even if he takes over Twitter, his his power is not. <laughs> it's it's a weird thing too, because like as with Trump, I don't follow them directly, so all I see are the ripples, like yeah. and other people tweet, him, and like a lot of times they won't even quote tweet whatever he said. So you're just like, I'm just trying to read the, the yeah, lines on now? this thing. What the yeah. hell is going on? It's like right. when I have to Google what happened in a basketball game tonight. <laughs> random tweets. It's the one place where I do you occasionally just... find those uh, trending topics things like useful because sometimes there's like somebody's name and you're like, oh, yeah. man, what the hell happened now? I think recently there was one the other day where it was like Morgan Freeman was trending and it turned out it wasn't that Morgan Freeman. It was some other guy, like a high profile <laughs> oh, guy. Uncle named Morgan. Morgan. <laughs> but like a white guy named Morgan who was tweeting about how like essentially like whiteness is a disease right and like you know anyways it was in reference to the whole buffalo incident and then the whole thing was literally people yelling at him for not being morgan freeman <laughs> and i was like what is going on well that's always what happens like when you get to something later too right it, like i'll click on something you know like marvel related like some marvel news or always something mistake, like that john we and can it's all agree. just it's just people like either making jokes about it or like uh, with there are you know they're up in arms about it or and whatever. You gotta go but like I, ten I, tweets like, you back gotta to scroll like out. crazy yeah. <laughs> to go down and find the actual news. Yep. Anyway, yeah. what a what a world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you we buy it. Twitter, we're, we're going to fix all that. <laughs> Guess when I talk about uh, there was some in, in kind of an interesting announcement this morning. Uh, it's Global Accessibility Day is coming up, and Apple yeah. announced a bunch of new accessibility features. They did this last year as well. You might remember they had the like Apple Watch thing where it was certain um, way you can control it with motions for people who have like motor impairments. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think it was called like assistive touch or something. Uh, and then this year they announced a handful of things, but the coolest one, and Lex, I think you'll be excited about this was the live captions for FaceTime calls. Cause I know you were using a third party app for this kind of thing. I didn't see any of these announcements. So this oh, yeah. is all news to me. This is, so this is them previewing stuff that's coming later this year. It's a good thing you come on this podcast. I, yeah. we, this is news you can use. <laughs> I mostly read Twitter. <laughs> there's your mistake but yeah live captions was the one i was most excited about so essentially you can have basically apparently audio anywhere on the system it can caption for you including facetime calls and even in multi-person facetime calls it which will, by like, the way attribute of course it should be able to do yes absolutely <laughs> all the other things that are built in right i mean like siri and dictation can already kind of do this 
Clips had a, a live caption feature years ago, which I think is funny because it's Clips. And yeah, I don't know. They, I, it seemed cool stuff. I mean, there was that. There's a feature for door detection for people who have um, vision problems. So it can like locate a door and help like guide you to the right place. Uh, and then there's some improvements for Apple Watch stuff. There's like ways you can control your Apple Watch using your phone. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of cool things. I also appreciated... So I don't know if you've ever used... There's like the sound recognition feature where it can tell you like, oh, we noticed a doorbell or a dog barking or a baby crying mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> yeah. Or flames. <laughs> <laughs> there's a spectral child crying somewhere in your house. <laughs> but one of the issues I ran into it was like it was it was not great on... It often had false positives. Like it would hear a sound and think like, okay, this might be like an appliance buzzer going off or something. But this year they're adding the ability to train it to specifically recognize like your doorbell or your oven hmm. or something like that which i thought was very clever i still want to see that feature on the home pod because that's more useful to me in some cases where it's like if i wanted yeah. to set up like to hear a doorbell or something i don't want that on my phone because my phone may not be near me and i guess i gather different uses for different cases but like right. i think it'd be great if the home pod could notify you of this kind of stuff yeah so well just wait like eight to ten years I'm not sure I have that kind of time, John. <laughs> what, is there something? Is there something you want to tell us? <laughs> I'm just really tired. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm definitely tired. I was up too late last. Night. I mean, have you seen the whole thing with Twitter? <laughs> yeah, I'm not no, sure any of us following. I'm not sure any of I can't keep of, up with this. Nobody has that kind of time. Speaking of live captions, I and I, it's Lexus Peloton Corner. I John, took you a want to live open the door. <laughs> I, no. I, I took a live peloton class today i very rarely take live ones i usually take classes on demand but i had a friend who was doing his 600th ride so i joined him and they do live captions for those and i don't know exactly how it's happening because they're very accurate not 100 percent, but very accurate and it seems to me that they must sometimes the words come up before the instructor says it so i'm guessing that all, even if it's like a 7.30 a.m. class that the class starts at Peloton Studios at like 7.28 or something. Like a, it's like and a take they, delay, basically. Yeah. But it is it's it is impressive. What's weird is Peloton does those live transcriptions uh, for captions for classes. Then when the class goes on demand, it often doesn't have captions right away because then the final captions are hand curated before they go live. And that's weird. But all the things should have captions on iOS and on computers. And like it should be very, very doable given that they can all listen and transcribe. So that's all. And I had two things break on my Peloton yesterday and I texted with their customer support and somebody came and fixed it in 10 minutes before this podcast started. So I thought that was all good. I know we get a lot of bad news about them and I thought that was a nice thing. So I wanted to share it. <laughs> well, good for them. They're all very, we're all very proud. Yeah, the caption thing I think is big for me because my parents are both hard of hearing and we would have uh, during the pandemic we had like giant zoom calls with the whole family and they would just kind of give up because like yeah 20 people right. trying to talk across each other is basically oh, impossible worst. to follow the worst yeah uh, so i felt bad because i wanted them Sounds to be like a podcast yeah <laughs> who wants to listen to that too much podcast <laughs> do you guys have uh do you have captions turned on for your like your tvs and such? always yeah i this is a source of contention in the <laughs> house because tell me more there are certain things i don't like having captions on. on for <laughs> one of them is i find in comedies it kind of because of the oh, timing yeah. it deadens the yes. punchlines because you That's i read true. faster than they can talk i right, actually agree right. with you on this one i hate yep. that but go ahead <laughs> i hate agree with dan is what i mean <laughs> but there is a lot of stuff for where like i've increasingly on shows with people who have like 
you know, British accents, for example. I definitely need them more. But my wife hates reading the subtitles, and so she'll aggressively turn them off. And mm. I and then, but then mm. the problem is she won't be able to hear something, and she'll turn them on again. I'm like, well, if we just left them on, <laughs> then right. they would be fine. <laughs> but yeah. she doesn't want to do that. So I turn off captions for Saturday Night Live because I do watch SNL and I hate how the captions work there because they come after they say everything. Well, it's because they're they're actually produced like yes. somebody's probably typing it. <laughs> yes, and I turn them off for football games because they're very annoying. Also, same issue. Uh, but I like them on for just about everything else. I do turn them off for depending on how fast the captions come versus the the jokes. But I agree with you that there is a potential comedy problem with captions. Timing is definitely yeah. yeah is I, I, would, I agree with that too. I generally just keep them on though. Anyway, I mean, even though it does bug me sometimes with the comedy stuff, but it was something that we got used to. Hank has a mild hearing loss, and so he can't hear some of the upper pitches. And he, so we always turned them on for him. And then we were like, "This is actually really useful, yeah, right? <laughs> right." I think that's what most people find with captions most of the Cause, time. Because, like, yeah, because like times when you when you know when you can't hear it or you can't understand the person talking for whatever reason, it's great. I do love yeah. the "What did they say?" feature on the Apple TV. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. And it's uh, on on other streaming devices. It's typically just the backup button turns them off. <laughs> it's, it's smart. It's smart. <laughs> Speaking of things that are smart, you guys, <laughs> this episode of the Rebound is brought to you by Clean My Mac X. The Mac is a crucial tool for work, education, and life. Three of my favorite things. Clean My Mac X from MacPaw can keep it in tip-top shape. It's the ideal decluttering app for Mac. Do they make one for my house? So what exactly does it do? Uh, Clean My Mac X includes 49 tools to find and delete invisible computer junk. I just want to say, guys, make one more tool. Let's make it even 50. That's just my free advice to Clean My Mac X. Anyway, it includes 49 tools to find (laughs) (laughs) and delete invisible computer junk. It helps to tune up your Mac so it runs at its maximum speed. Plus, it organizes disk space, showing your large hidden folders, meaning you can free up tons of space so your Mac never runs into issues with storage. It fights Mac-specific malware and adware and protects your computer. Clean My Mac X is notarized by Apple and is also available in the Mac App Store, so it's been checked for security, and it really stands out in its design. In 2021, Clean My Mac was honored with the Red Dot Award, UX Design Award, and has become a Webby Award nominee this year. Get Clean My Mac X today with 5% off at macpaw.app slash rebound. That discount is only valid for two weeks, so go now to macpaw.app slash rebound for 5% off. And one final note, despite the war in MacPaw's home country, Ukraine, the team has worked hard to make sure there are no disruptions in the support and development of Clean My Mac X. The product is stable, safe, and secure. Our thanks to Clean My Mac X for their support of the rebound and, uh, you know, our uh, our love to them, too. Like those yeah. guys. They're good people. I use Clean mm-hmm. My Mac X. Genuinely do. There was an interesting story that was making the rounds, I think, sourced originally from the information about Apple's uh, AR VR headset. Arver, in other words. That's his name. Don't wear <laughs> it out. It was very odd because it talked about some of the technical hurdles but also some of the other like issues they they ran into and like it has the usual like well you know they're they're located several miles away and so people don't really like you know they're they're kind of struggle to get attention from like the the executives and i'm i don't know it's it's very interesting to read some of the uh like clips from this because they talked about for example like was it there's some issue i think i sent this over to you guys but like Johnny Ives team didn't like that it was like with VR it would be so isolating and so they're like well we propose adding like cameras to the front so that people could see their surroundings I said and this is a quote from the article but the feature that ultimately sold the industrial designers on the project was a concept for an outward facing screen on the headset the screen could display video images of the eyes and facial expressions of the person wearing the headset to other people in the room 
and I am having fucking nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> you sent us that quote. You didn't send us a link to the article. I don't right. Think. It was a, an out-of-context quote from Oh, yeah. well, yeah, I can't do well, all your fucking work for you. Just, well, we just thought you were, you know, having an, another episode. <laughs> Welcome to another episode. Another out-of-body of experience. Maybe you're wearing VR goggles. <laughs> And so you, you found it disturbing that they would show you an image of the person's eyes from behind the goggles? I think it's going it to look. Sense. I think it's going to look so weird. <laughs> oh well, but like I saw a truck recently where the whole back of the truck was a screen showing what was in front of the truck, and that was useful. Like, oh, that's what's in front of this truck. And I like, think it's a oh, different. That's what that eyes look like. A little <laughs> can bit. I see what? Can I see what's back in back of your head if I'm looking at you? Because that's <laughs> also terrifying, but maybe useful. How about what's inside my head? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the Why same do you want to see the back cold, black heart of death? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's instructions. <laughs> There's other interesting stuff in here talking about them, like, trotting out the uh, prototypes to show to the board members, which included Al Gore and Bob Iger. And uh, I enjoyed these two bits. One... One of the gadgets made a tiny digital rhinoceros appear on a table in the room. The creature then grew into a life-size version of itself, according to two people familiar with the meeting. the room screaming. No, yes. It turned out that the board members were just being shown the movie Jumanji. No. Uh, and then the other one was apparently some of them were so heavy that they required, quote, a small crane to hold it so the Apple board members could wear it without straining their necks. Ah, uh, prototypes. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, yeah, in a prototype situation, you're going to have... I mean, like, it's like they showed original... I can't remember. It was the iPod or the iPhone, actually, but, like, oh, some the of them giant were, were, like, yeah, like the size of a, yeah. like a brick yeah. or... Yeah. None of that is to suggest I mean, were, the, the final... Yeah. Anything about the final one. I think it's just an interesting yeah. discussion of this... You know, this seems to be have been in development for, I don't know, eight years, it looks like, according to them. Like, 20, 2015, seven years. Yeah, so, like... You know, clearly it's gone through a lot of stages. I'm intrigued because there's been so much that has been, you know, rumored about this device. It seems very possible that we could see something about it in a couple weeks at WWDC, but it also feels like given all the supply chain problems and production issues they've had, yeah. it may be possible that we hear nothing. Right. Especially if it's still in prototype phase, I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't think it's yeah, still in prototype a, phase. Like, these, yeah, these, a, stories were all years, these stories were years old, though. That was okay, from like 2015, 2016. So, Got it. Yeah. I don't think it's in that phase currently. I think the point is they've been working on it for seven years, and now it may actually be at the yeah. point where it's something that might come out. So, Speaking of things that were delayed, I, uh, I have my Playdate. <laughs> oh, Miles look at this guy. Hand. Yeah. It's, um, it's freaking adorable. I <laughs> I will say that. And the onboarding experience was an absolute delight. Some of the games I find frustrating, though, um, because I cannot figure out what exactly I'm supposed to be doing. And But some of them, like, so when, it first, when I first got over just two games, uh, one of which I still cannot play because I'm just terrible at it and I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. The other one is a little slow, but it's good. It's more sort of like Pokemon-ish, I guess. Uh, it's the bird when we were taking pictures of birds. You got to go around and take pictures of birds. But that one at least had some like, you know, this is what you're supposed to be doing stuff. Then they dropped two other games. One is the one that you've probably seen, which is this sort of bouncy guy who's walking back and forth and has like it's a time travel sort of thing, mm. which I don't quite know how to play either, but is really intriguing just because it's so cool to play and so well done that I 
keep going back to it. Are there no instructions what is available? It, what is it I'm actually supposed to be doing? I haven't looked online yet. I've okay. just been trying. There probably are. There probably are online. It doesn't come with any. So I would have to go to my local browser to figure that out. And it didn't seem like that was, you know, that was what I was supposed to be doing. It, it seemed like, you know, you're supposed to be able to understand these things. And I don't anyway. You've instantly lost if you have to look up the instructions. Sorry. Yeah, I think I think that I think you shouldn't have to do that either. I love then, instructions. Uh, and then the other one is this sound, this sound game. It's a little bit like um, GarageBand, but simplified down for this device. And it's cute and it's interesting, but it's also frustrating because you don't know exactly what you're doing and and really why you're doing it. <laughs> so, are you pleased with the purchase thus far? I can't tell actually from this. Review. I'm not. I can't tell either. Really, I think I'm mostly pleased. The other problem is the screen is very small, and my eyes are bad, so I have to put on my glasses, my reading glasses, and I generally don't have to wear my reading glasses anymore because my I've had my prescription changed, and I, I was wearing them for a few years, mostly during like for, for COVID because I didn't want to go to the eye doctor. And then I went to the eye doctor, they fixed my prescription, and I didn't need to wear reading glasses. But with this thing, I do, um, because much of it is very tiny. Oh, and the other cool thing, um, someone has made a, uh, put this thing up on GitHub, where you can play Game Boy games. You can load Game Boy games onto it. So I was having fun doing that, and I played a bunch of Game Boy games. Um, I played Crystal Quest, which was <laughs> which I had not played in 9 million years. Um, so that was fun, but... Um, I just, like I, just, I mean I, I really love the device. I'm I'm some of the games I find frustrating. I do hope that you'll you'll Google how to play some of these games. I think that'll make it more fun if you know how to play them. <laughs> I'll probably do it. <laughs> I'm, my, I'm a guy who will gladly Google how to play a game. My, <laughs> my understanding is it also doesn't have a backlight, so if you're using it in like dimly lit conditions, yes, not great either. Right. Yeah. Turn on the lights, true. John. Is my advice. See if yeah. that helps. Oh God! Now you I, just sound I, like my grandmother. Turn on the lights. Put on your glasses. <laughs> Let me. I, I have a question, though, a logistical question. Were you a group one orderer? I was a group one. Mm. Yes, I was I late in, you know, like uh, about three quarters of the way through group one. I remember Dan and I were in airports. As yes, we this. this is true. Oh, no, that's air. right. And yeah. I, I re-looked at my order thing the other day, and it mentioned how the order number is not an accurate representation of where you are in the order <laughs> process. And that made I me... think it worked. I think it was It says specifically, like, yeah, in the thing, anyway, like, don't but... take it as... Basically, yeah. don't take it as read that your order number means when it will ship exactly. No, so. probably not. I think it, I think they are shipping in the in that order though, but it probably they might there might be large gaps in between when they can ship batches. Yeah, and I think it depends on other stuff. Is what I have seen in terms okay. of like where I think so. For example, the order number listed in your seat is not an accurate indicator of your place in line. Group number is canon, mm. is what they say. Because I was in like the seven thousands or something. My group number is Polaroid. Mm, good for you. That's weird. I'm group two with Dan. I'm group two. Yeah, haven't seen anything about. I think they're still getting through the end of group one at this point. I think they're making ours slightly better than Moltz's, where all the games come with instructions. <laughs> so I'm excited. I'm, well, so I'm, I'm fine. With I that. am excited for it. I mean, I think well, that, good for you. My like we still have to wait for the the games to all roll out though, week by week, right? So that means like. You yes. guys will be on game. Yeah, because yeah, when I first ten or whatever, on, it came on Saturday, and there were just two games, and then like a couple of days later, it was like more games. Yeah, I have a prediction that could be proven wrong that at some point they'll let you toggle a thing that says "just give me all the games to which I have access," <laughs> versus making you wait. But I don't know. May not hmm. be in in our time frame. Yeah, I also ordered the uh, cover later, and I hope that didn't delay my. <laughs> I thought those shipped separately, but I didn't. I actually, I'm not I, sure. It hasn't shipped either. 
I'm like 34,000 in my cover order. Mm. I, I had one other tech news topic I wanted to hit before we get to some numerous listener questions, which was, uh, and I had seen some, some tweets earlier this week. We've talked on the show earlier about how Google was sunsetting its family plan yeah, yeah. of Google Apps for Domains. Uh-huh. And so I had, you know, people were talking about other services they were switching to, like Fastmail and, and others, and I was not prepared to do that. So I had made the step of saying, okay, Google, at some point you can start... <laughs> I just triggered people's speakers. <laughs> <laughs> at some point you can start charging me, I guess, which I wasn't looking forward to. And then... This week, as we record, Google's like, hey, we're going to let people who are still really just using their old ones for family purposes do that for free. <laughs> and so <laughs> folks who had never done anything, the full procrastinators among us, had yep. options <laughs> that showed up that said, hey, do you want to? are you going to be no cost for free? But then the question was, what about us? <laughs> what about us non-procrastinators who already said, yeah, okay, fine, you can start charging us when you have to. And there are instructions on Reddit on how to uh, go through their support queue. All <laughs> through instructions an how to system. play my games? To um, on how to play John's games and uh, how to revert back to a family legacy edition. So I've done that now, and I'm very pleased because I don't have to yeah. pay. I'm not sure exactly what I'm doing yet, but I got to figure that out in the next you love week Google. and a half. <laughs> two weeks. What is it? Yeah, two weeks. I get it. You love Google, but you're not sure. Do you really, do you really need email? Do you need email? <laughs> I don't like getting email. So, I, I mean, it's email. all it's all bad. I don't know. Why I used I to love email, but. That was a long time ago. And now I really, I don't have a love-hate affair with my email. I just hate my email. I hate it. It's useful, mm. but I don't like having email. Uh, speaking of emails, people who <laughs> become Rebound Prime subscribers. <laughs> well, we love your emails. Get to email us. And the email is questions that we answer on this show in a segment we call this. Uh, if you are interested <laughs> in Rebound Prime, you would go to prime.reboundcast.com. You can sign up there. You can ask us questions. You get bootlegs. And you get a bonus episode every single week. Also, if you want to buy shirts, you don't have to be a Rebound Prime member for that. You just go to reboundcast.com slash shirts, and there's the shirts. But E-Man writes, <laughs> my current Safari homepage is Amazon.com. Can you suggest a different start page that would convince me to change it? <laughs> no. All right. Next question. Do you use a start page? I don't use a start page. Rebroadcast.com slash shirts. That's mine. I have it. I have it. Yeah. I think you should put in uh, camelcamelcamel.com. <laughs> what is that? Do you That's not a, know Camel Camel? It's a price service for Amazon. No, yeah. I do not know. You put stuff in your wish list and it automatically tells you if they uh, if the hit price a certain drops. price. No, oh, okay. Anyways, it's a, like Amazon, but more useful is I guess how I would describe it. You're Amazon, but more useful. <laughs> I am. It's true. <laughs> I will deliver your package in is 30 he, seconds or it's cold. <laughs> I don't think... Anyway, okay, go ahead. Yeah, do you, so you don't use a homepage, John, is what you said? I do not use a homepage. I just, it opens up to, what does it open up to? Whatever. The, the <laughs> whatever. favorites or whatever it is. Yeah, I the do favorites. The yeah, because I never, like, I, I don't know. I'd rather, that's a bunch of stuff that I'm actually going to want to go to. There isn't, like, one site that I. Same. 100% same. Yeah. What yeah, do you I have, just, Dan? I also use, use the start page. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, you really made the question sound like you had a homepage. No, so. I just wanted to, I just wanted to give you shit. So honestly, email, my advice is uh, leave it the way it is. It's fine. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mahir says, what's in your Plex library? I don't want to talk oh about God. it. What's, <laughs> what's not in my Plex library? How about that? Will you put a link to Taskmaster in the show notes? I will not. Then I have no answer to this question. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, I have a handful of TV shows, not too many movies. I never really got around to ripping a lot of stuff, and now I no longer have. That's a what I have. A, that's drive. what I have a lot of. That's what I have a lot of. Because I mean, as I'm sitting here in the basement, and there are just—I mean, I don't know why I still have these, but there are stacks and stacks of DVDs here. 
Um, I see Seinfeld. I see Twin Peaks. I see Harvey Birdman. I see Arrested Development. Um, all that stuff. John Moltz was tragically killed when a stack of DVDs fell on him. All that stuff is on my... Is on my uh, I, yeah. All the stuff that... Well, I mean, not all that stuff particularly, but all the stuff that I watch regularly is on my plex i just never i never it was too much work i didn't get around to it you're too much work i i, I am i've been told this <laughs> <laughs> listener josh says, too real yeah a little with apple most likely moving to USB-C next year based on the latest rumors do you think they will make it all about them doing the world a favor and reducing e-waste <laughs> or them actually saying they are aligning with the rest of the industry my vote is our benevolent Apple lords doing the world a great <laughs> blessing and in introducing USB-C, the thing that they invented for Max. Smiley face. Here's, here's, there's, they're going to use one word, and that word is courage. <laughs> I was going to say they would write a lengthy press release about how the lightning port is going away, but not actually mention <laughs> that the lightning port is going away. They're, they're, no, it's just an homage. It's a long homage to the lightning yeah, port. Yeah, the and lightning then, port lives on. The experience lives on say, in USB-C. Lightning ports available while supplies last. I I cannot this cannot come soon enough for me. I gotta be honest. I, I now that I have an iPad that uses USB C and a MacBook that uses USB C. Yeah. Oh God, it's such a it's such yeah, a pain. I'm, I'm pretty ready for it. So I don't and care. The USB C cables are so much more reliable in my experience. Well, here's the other thing. I think, you know, yes. there's that whole thing when they switched to lightning and everybody cried bloody murder about like having to get rid of all their dock connector shit. And I think, honestly, I wrote a piece about this on Six Colors last week, but I think th- I think it will be much easier because I don't think people plug in that many other things to their lightning ports these days. Like, I don't think most people yeah. have docked speakers because a lot of people have Bluetooth speakers or AirPlay speakers. I just don't think there's much beyond charging that people generally use the lightning port for. So I think it will not be as big a deal. I think it'll be less dramatic for sure. I thought last time around, and I think this time around, recognizing this is crazy but that apple should just have like giant bins in apple stores where you can go in and just take a handful of adapters if you need them <laughs> because most people won't actually need them it'll take some and then that'll be it but like it makes it so much easier if adapters are readily the available. rumor is that they're working on an adapter that they would include basically and there already is one because they had to have that whole thing in the eu or france or something where they're like essentially they had to ship it with an adapter because of the laws about it and i think if you go onto the apple store you can find like it's like a little a little adapter that does USB-C to lightning so and i mean i yeah. think other cases too right like i know some people still have lightning headphones but again there are USB-C headphones and i think there will only be more if the USB-C plug is what's available so i don't i don't see any downside to it honestly honestly I think that you should put the adapter yeah. in the box, the USB-C cable in the box, and then whatever the next cable is going to be, throw that in the box too. So we have it for when they change again. Also, yeah, 10, you, you put it all together, it'd be like a like a cable bundle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Molt has nothing to add. Yitz no, says, I, <laughs> I try to remember to ask a question every week, but I almost always forget. Also, of late, it's much more difficult now that Lex is just giving the milk away for free with his daily casts. <laughs> anyway. Son of a bitch, Lex. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, really. I just, I just answer questions uh, before they've even been asked. Uh, I haven't recorded today's yet. It's still on my list. Anyway, here's my lame excuse for a question since I finally remembered before you guys record. By the way, if you send it after we record, it still goes on the next show. <laughs> like just Anyway, have any of you ever had to manage people as part of your job? And if so, how do you balance <laughs> getting your own work done while being available to oversee their work slash training, etc.? How do you really leave stress slash let off steam when you're ready to lose it because you feel like everyone else is inept asking for a friend. <laughs> I, I have literally one story about this because I only ever managed one person, not including freelancers who worked for me. 
Yeah, I was gonna say I, you kind of manage me as a freelancer, but yes, yes. But I and I think I was a very good boss, as Lex can tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was going through a tunnel. Just go He's quiet. All slide that in before Lex has a chance to say anything. Uh, <laughs> no argument. I had a one person who reported to me, and that person unfortunately was just not a good fit for that position, and. As a result, they ended up leaving that job within a year. They had one really bad incident where they failed to do something and got in trouble. And mm. and then it basically, uh, later on, we determined, like, everybody agreed, including that person, that maybe this wasn't the right job for them. And so, basically, I, I managed a person for, like, a year, almost exactly. And then they left. <laughs> and I was like, well, this makes my life a lot easier. So, the uh, my tip is, don't manage people. <laughs> That's that's what I was going to say. I, I also managed one person and was, <laughs> I mean, I think I did a fine job, but um, I just, I didn't like it and never did it again. So I, I'll give a serious answer to this one. I have managed many, many people. Currently, I only have a, a couple direct reports, but in some of my roles in, in the podcasting industry, I've managed teams as big as like 14 people. That's too many, by the way. I think you probably peak around seven. It's hard. Uh, the way that I do it is very, very calendar driven where I'm going to, so, and it's my strategy is basically meeting the people I manage where they want to be met, assuming that I can trust that they can function the way they want to be met. Meaning some people want to have a one-on-one every week and they want to have a scheduled time. They want an hour. And some people are like, Hey, let's check in rarely, or let's check in only ad hoc or every other, whatever it is. And so trying to find those things. And then my approach for better or for worse is I'm, I'm always me. You've met me, you know who and how I am. And so I'm professional work. I'm not like podcasting all day, despite working in podcasting, but uh, my my approach is to be open and transparent and honest and to use humor where appropriate. But like, I don't like to dance. <laughs> I just tell them this is what I need and this is what you've done wrong. This is what you've done right. Like this is what I need from you. So you're not the dancing boss. No, and I okay. I take training super seriously. I actually just had a person start uh, two weeks ago now, and I take training very seriously. I block out and my calendar is heavily booked as these guys know better than anybody else. But I block out giant chunks of time on my calendar for onboarding. And I also say to every new hire, like, I'm going to give you a ton of information over the next couple of days, and you're going to forget 70% of it. Don't hesitate to ask me again. I'd much rather you ask than worry, oh, he told me once, so I'm not going to, like, just, of course, I just have to start somewhere. So let me give you all the things, and then we'll go back over it again. I will say, and this is probably the thing I'm proudest of at work, truly, is the number of people I've had work for me who tell me that I was their favorite manager. And I don't have any great tips on it other than just super trying to be normal and transparent like there's i think that the number one thing that managers do wrong especially with bigger teams as they grow is just like bullshitting for better or for worse right like sugarcoating things or being jerks or not explaining why they but like i just try to give the whole picture that's my only approach is i don't know how else to do it are we a management tips podcast now is that what we are Mm -hmm. yitz also asks why are there no severance themed shirts on john's t-shirt page Because he was too uh, because, slow. Because yeah, I was too slow. Some somebody else on. I don't. I have a policy in general that I do not. I mean, I don't like if someone else has already done it on Cotton Bureau. I don't. I don't do it. I don't even know what what their policy is. If somebody did that, like if two people were making exactly the same shirt, but I don't feel that I need to try and jump on somebody else's. You know, something something that someone else has already gotten to. You know, it makes me. You know, I was I was upset. <laughs> but that's that's the game i guess that's the shirt game that's, that's shirts I, it's when you mentioned that to us that somebody had beaten you to it like i was trying to imagine like how many of you are there because there's people who do these things outside of cotton bureau too like how many people are there who are watching for new shows to come out and hey what's the right shirt to make here and like 
Yeah. I, I feel like there's a, an, at least an interesting single episode of This American Life to be made about folks like you. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I don't, you know, I mean, I do it for shows that I like and I, I don't, right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do a shirt for a show that I was not interested in. Yeah. That's just cashing in. It's like, yeah, that's, that's not what I'm about, man. I mean, I don't own all of the shirts that I make, but I own a lot of them and I want to own all of them, <laughs> but it's just like, I can't wear that many shirts. I mean, I've made at, a the, lot of at shirts. the same time or, and if, by the way, if you're interested in, uh, for the next season for all, uh, for all mankind, I've already got two shirts. <laughs> wink, wink. Do we get a cut now? <laughs> We're, no, no. Cause I have a pre-existing arrangement with, um, with Dan and Jason. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> God damn it. Dan gets more shirt, but you don't get any. You don't get any for these until you start to, until you start advertising for them on the show. Son of a. And so. then finally, listen, no one's going to buy them based off of a trailer. So. Well, aren't they? <laughs> he made them based on a trailer. <laughs> I know, but no one's going to buy it. Listener ifix.cz, which is how he spelled it this time, says, uh, "Ifix, I'll, I'll read and we'll answer this question, but th- we prefer fun questions. This is a question that makes me sad." Who would make a worse president, Trump 2.0 or amended Musk? Trump. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a near thing, but yeah, it's, definitely yeah, Donald not, Trump. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to have to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that Elon's eligible, right? He wasn't born here. I think the rule, right. the law is you have to be born yes. in the U.S. Yeah. Otherwise, Arnie yeah. would have run by now. That's right. That's right. Arnie would definitely be better than either of them. I'm the president. That's why Canadian Ted Cruz can't run. As far as I'm concerned, I've twice been Mr. Universe. Technically, I was in charge of the entire universe. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. It's Thank pretty you. good. Thanks. All out. Thanks. <laughs> Is that the end of the show? Well, that's the end of the questions. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, what a good show this was. <laughs> hey, we covered a lot of tech topics today, and we got a lovely tweet. <laughs> earlier this week from somebody thanking us for a great show recently where we didn't cover any tech topics and i had to read the tweet multiple times to know if it was sincere or sarcastic Mm -hmm. me too yep that's what we do but josh wrote by the way i forgot to thank you all for the amazing life updates podcast last week by tech guys i don't think there was any tech discussed last week which was awesome smiley face uh josh maybe you're the same josh who also submitted a rebound prime question i don't know i'm choosing to take your tweet as sincere what is life if not tech and tech if not life chew on mm. that for next Good night, for another everybody. week yeah <laughs>